0: Thank you so much for joining me today on Just Praise Him Radio. I'm your host, Glenda Lomax, and my job is to inspire you to a closer walk with Christ. Now here's the show. Hello, believers. Welcome to the Just Praise Him Radio program. I'm your host, Glenda Lomax, and the title of my message this week is Betrayal in Your Future – And some prophetic messages for unknown listeners. I have so far, I think, four prophetic messages. You know, life is filled with different kind of experiences, but betrayal is one of life's most painful experiences. And it is increasing more and more from now until the end. Betrayal comes to test you when you are up for a promotion, but... I'm telling you, when it happens to you, you'd you'd be like, you know what, I'll pass on the promotion. Can I just not go through this pain? Betrayal only can happen where there has been intimacy. And that's what makes it so hard when someone betrays you. So I was thinking about all that, and I was up studying betrayal this week, and something really stood out to me. I was up in the wee hours, and I was asking the Lord what all of you needed most this week. This surprised me maybe because i needed it too because also because i've never really noticed it. Matthew 5:23 Therefore if thou bring thy gift to the altar and there rememberest that thy brother hath ought against thee. Leave there the verse 24 leave there thy gift before the altar and go thy way first be reconciled to thy brother and then come and offer thy gift. If we are told to leave our offering at the altar and go make things right with our brother then I have to believe our offering will not be acceptable or accepted if we don't do that. Is that why Cain's offering was not accepted? Because Nicole always said it's because he's got odd in his heart against table. That would make sense, wouldn't it? Because it would match with this. This puts the responsibility squarely on us, y'all. It's on us to try to settle whatever the differences are with someone else. I don't know how I never saw that before, but I didn't. The Lord has assigned us the duty of being peacemakers. Now, notice he did not say, if it was not your fault, you don't have to do this. Do you see that? That made me start thinking, is this the reason for sometimes our prayers going unanswered? Could it be the reason? Could it be the reason that we're not seeing a more blessing than we are? I don't know if you all realize just how close we are to going home we could be called out of here tonight if the, if the 90 year old Norwegian lady's prophecy is correct about when jesus is coming back it was right about everything else i have a video on my youtube channel reading her prophecy if you've never heard it i highly recommend listening because she nailed details of this time only the lord could have given her the prophecy is about a vision she had in 1968 now, I grew up in the 60s, and I remember 1968, and it was nothing like it is now, okay? Was it nothing in 1968 any indication of what life was going to look like now? Everyone said she was a true Christian, and a credible witness, a credible woman. I'm going to read it again here for those who have not heard it and those like me who want to hear it again. I like to be reminded of this one. It's called The 1968 Prophecy by 90-Year-Old Woman in Norway. You can Google search that. It will come up in tons of places. Lots of people have this on their site because of the accuracy. An old woman of 90 from Valdres in Norway had a vision from God in 1968. The evangelist Emmanuel Minos had meetings or services where she lived. He had the opportunity to meet her and she told him what she had seen. He wrote it down, but thought it to be so unintelligible that he put it in a drawer. Now, when he brought this out, almost 30 years later, which would have been close to 1998, he understands he has to share the vision with others. The woman from Valdres was a very alert, reliable, awake, incredible Christian with a good reputation among all who knew her. This is what she saw. I saw the time just before the coming of Jesus and the outbreak of the Third World War. I saw the events with my natural eyes. I saw the world like a kind of globe and saw Europe land by land. I saw Scandinavia. I saw Norway. I saw certain things that would take place just before the return of Jesus and just before the last calamity happens, a calamity the likes of which we have never before experienced. I don't know what the calamity is. She mentioned four waves. First, before Jesus comes and before the Third World War breaks out, there will be a detente, detente, which means a peace, like we have never had before. There will be peace between the superpowers in the East and the West, and there will be a long peace. Now, remember, this was in 1968 when the Cold War was at its highest. That was a note from E. I actually remember when the Cold War was going on. In this period of peace there will be disarmament in many countries also in Norway and we are not prepared when it the war comes the third world war will begin in a way no one would have anticipated and from an unexpected an unexpected place an unexpected place probably means from a smaller nation or you know a place you would never think it if it if the third world war Began with somebody bombing somebody else. We would think that it would be one of the big countries. You know, the U.S., Japan, China, something like Russia. A lukewarmness without parallel will take hold of the Christians. A falling away from true living Christianity. Look around you. Do you not see that? Because I see it everywhere and have been seeing it for years. You cannot miss it. Christians will not be open for penetrating preaching. They will not, like in earlier times, want to hear of sin and grace, law and gospel, repentance and restoration. There will come a substitute instead, prosperity or happiness Christianity. The important thing will be to have success, to be something, to have material things, things that God never promised us in this way. Churches and prayer houses will be emptier and emptier. Instead of the preaching we have been used to for generations, like to take up your cross and follow Jesus, entertainment, art, and culture will invade the churches where there should have been gatherings for repentance and revival. This will increase markedly just before the return of Jesus. I want to tell y'all, because I lived in Dallas for years, I have witnessed this rise of culture in big churches when I lived in Dallas. I went around and visited a number of the mega churches. It disturbed my spirit because it put the focus on the people performing, not on the Lord. We are here to worship Him, not them. All that art and culture has its place, but I don't personally think it's in church service. Especially on Sunday morning, I think it should be some other time. That's just my personal opinion, which is not worth two cents. Anyway, there will be a moral disintegration that old Norway has never experienced the likes of. People will live together like married without being married. And he said, he made a note, he said, I do not believe the concept cohabitor existed in 1968. Much uncleanness before marriage and much infidelity in marriage will become the natural, the common, and it will be justified from every angle. It will even enter Christian circles and we pet it, even sin against nature. Just before Jesus returned, there will be TV programs like we have never experienced. TV had just arrived in Norway in 1968. TV will be filled with such horrible violence that it teaches people to murder and destroy each other. And it will be unsafe in our streets. People will copy what they see. There will not be only one station on TV. It will be filled with stations. She did not know the word channel. Therefore, she called them stations. TV will be just like the radio where we have many stations and it will be filled with violence. People will use it for entertainment. We will see terrible scenes of murder and destruction one of the other. And this will spread in society. Sex scenes will also be shown on the screen, the most intimate things that take place in a marriage. And at that point, E. Menos protested and he said, we have a paragraph that forbids this kind of thing. And there the old woman said, it will happen and you will see it. All we have had before, will be broken down and the most indecent things will pass before our eyes. Number four, people from poor countries will stream to Europe. In 1968, there was no such thing as immigration. They will also come to Scandinavia and Norway. There will be so many of them that people will begin to dislike them and become hard with them. They will be treated like the Jews before the Second World War. Then the full measure of our sins will have been reached. And he protested at the issue of immigration. He didn't understand it at the time. Tears streamed from the old woman's eyes down her cheeks. I will not see it, but you will. Then suddenly Jesus will come and the third world war breaks out. It will be a short war. Now, she just told us when Jesus is coming back, right before World War III breaks out. Y'all, I'll tell you what, with Biden poking at Russia... That could be any time. Can I just tell you that could be any time? He is foolishly poking at the bear. You don't do that. Russia is a major power. They have a lot of stuff that they can hurt us with, let's just say. All that I have seen of war before is only child's play compared to this one. And it will be ended with a nuclear atom bomb. The air will be so polluted that one cannot draw one's breath. It will cover several continents, America, Japan, Australia, and the wealthy nations. The wealthy nations, I think, are China and Japan. Japan, Not sure who else. The water will be ruined. We can no longer till the soil. The result will be that only a remnant will remain. The remnant in the wealthy countries will try to flee to the poor countries, but they will be as hard on us as we were on them. I am so glad that I will not see it, but when the time draws near, you must take courage and tell this. I have received it from God, and nothing of it goes against what the Bible tells. The one who has his sin forgiven and has Jesus as Savior and Lord is safe. Y'all, we are really, really close to going home. Eventually, Russia is going to poke back at America. Okay, they're going to poke back. And that war is not going to go the way Biden thinks either. None of what follows is either. But if that last part of her prophecy is correct, then our king is coming back to get us just before that war begins and we are out of here. Pray for your lost loved ones because they need to be out of here too. Pray for them. That could be any week now the way things are going. I say that to say this. Be ready. Stay ready. Do not put off for tomorrow what you know you should take care of today. Be ready as if tomorrow was the day because we don't know when this is going to happen. And I believe that there were, if I remember right, there were prophecies back when I used to study prophecy before God gave me prophecies. I believe that there were prophecies that it would happen quickly and without warning. And the fact that it comes from an unexpected place says a lot, don't it? So this is going to spring up real quick, you know, like suddenly out of nowhere. And that's it. Everything's going to get wiped out and nothing's ever going to be the same again. Don't wait until then to get ready. Be ready now. Because when World War III comes, he's going to come and get us out of here. But if you're not ready and you're still playing footsies with the devil and sinning and doing all that, then you're not going to be taken. You're going to be left. You're going to be left in that. And, you know, if America gets nuked, there's not going to be electricity. There's not going to be air conditioning, God forbid. There won't be air conditioning. In the the winter, there won't be heat. How are you going to survive that? Is your sin really worth that? Is shacking up with somebody worth that no it is not it is not please hear me on this please hear me i care about y'all that's why i go through trying to teach you these things anyway that's all i wanted to tell you all tonight i thought that was really important i am going to give you the prophetic messages let me find them i typed them all up okay there's only about i think four but some of them are long. Okay, there's a man listening to this. I think you are in your 40s. You have a very slender build, and you're kind of tall. You're always on the go. You're always going somewhere. I think you do something like hot-shotting or something where you're always going somewhere for your job, too. So you're always on the move. The Lord has a word for you. My son, you are so busy running to and fro, You work diligently to perform your duties. I desire that you would work diligently to know me. You have no time for me in the mornings, and you have no time for me in your evenings. You have no time for me when you are at work, and you have no time for me when you are home. You are closing the door on you and me. Repent. Okay, there's a woman listening to this. You're over 30, but I cannot tell from what I'm seeing how old you are. You are very double-minded about something. I don't know if it's a doctrine, a belief. I'm not sure what it is, uh, what it's about, but it's a very strong double-mindedness. You may be trying to decide between two men in your life. I don't know. The Lord says to tell you that the answer is in His Word, but you don't ever make time for His Word. That's why you have not found the answer. Yet you beg and plead with Him to tell you which way to go, but He's already told you which way to go. You know, a lot of times that we don't get answers, it's because we're not looking in the right place. And He says, this is one of those times. Not because you have not asked for the answer, but because you're asking, but not seeking, and He wants you to seek Him. Okay, there's a kind of youngish man, and you are trying to decide between two paths for your future. You are unsure which is the better way to go. One path is heavy education, and the Lord says, Will you go my way or go the world's way? He's asking you that. Would you go His way or will you go the world's way? He wants you to choose between the Spirit and the flesh. His way is to serve Him and to live in His ways and to do things His way. The world's way is to get the college education, get married, have 2.5 kids, blah blah blah. I will tell you this about going God's way for your career because I did it. It looks backwards and upside down to everybody else who did not choose His way. For example, The world says if you are in need, hold tight to every penny you have. God says if you are in need, plant a seed in some good soil and declare the increase and I will bring it. And then you'll have more. You have to choose who you are going to believe. Do you believe the world or the Lord? The Lord wants you to choose whose way you will follow. You are choosing between two worlds. And before you make that choice, may I encourage you to seek opinions on God's way from those who chose it. I can personally tell you it exceeds the world's way in every possible way and you will have peace that you will never find in the world's way. You also will have job security that the economy cannot take away from you because God can take care of you no matter what the economy of the world is doing. No job can promise you that. No college education can buy you that. And I will tell you one more thing. For you and those others who are listening and may be facing that same choice at some point. If you know God has anointed you with a calling, and don't act like you don't know when you do because you know if He's called you, okay? If the Lord has anointed you with a calling and you choose the way of the world and the fancy education and all of that over Him, over His way, then that path will disappoint you. It will not be anything like you expected it to be. It will not bring you happiness. It will not bring you joy. It will not bring you peace. So just know that if you choose the world's way over his calling, you have made your career an idol and he will always destroy the idols in your lives, in our lives, or he will make them repulsive to us. The choice is yours. Okay, there's a woman listening to this podcast. You have been waiting an exceedingly long time for some money that is due to you. So long you felt like giving up on it, but you know it is yours. So you've continued to believe for the Lord to help you. I just got this word, by the way, right before I started recording this. This was not on my original list. The Lord says to tell you, woman of God, that your breakthrough has come. It is here. Your money is already on its way to you. And he says, spend it wisely. You will be glad you did. That's all I have for y'all this week. I hope this is helpful to you. I hope that you feel encouraged. Jesus bless you. Thanks for listening. you will have a great week. Thank you so much for tuning in today to Just Praise Him Radio. I hope this has inspired you to a closer walk with Christ. You can contact me by mail at my new address, JPH Inc., P.O. Box 854, Altus, Oklahoma. That's A-L-T-U-S, Oklahoma 735. 522, or by email at wingsofprophecy at gmail.com. JPH is not affiliated with any nonprofit organization, church, or denomination. If you ask anyone you know what the most difficult experience of their life has been, many will answer about a time of betrayal. All those called to walk the narrow path will, at some point, encounter Judas. How will you respond? Do you know how to recognize Judas when he shows up in your life? Can you keep Judas from bringing destruction to your life and ministry? How can you minimize what Judas cost you? Can you pass the test of absolute betrayal? Get your copy of The Judas Test, available in print and new audiobook the Judas Test by Glenda Lomax, available now on Amazon.com. Sold out for thirty pieces of silver. In Exodus 21:32, it is the price of a dead slave. In Leviticus 27:2 through 7, 2-7, it is the price of a live one. Jesus was sold for the price of a bond servant. Precious Jesus, the Son of God the Prince of Peace, the King of Kings? Why did Judas sell his friend out so cheap? Have you heard? The 2016 and 2017 messages have been published in book form. Even those who do not profess a belief in God can see something is amiss in the world around us. What is coming for our world in these last days? What does the Lord want us doing while we're waiting for His glorious reappearance? Time of reckoning and soon it will be night each contain approximately 200 prophetic messages and visions from the throne room of God telling what is coming to America and the world in these end times. The Lord has always warned nations when they were headed for destruction. He has always warned His own people. Are we also being warned? Get your copy of Time of Reckoning and Soon It Will Be Night. Available now on Amazon.com.